Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. I'm Brad. I'm Miguel. And welcome back to Let's Talk Movies. This is episode number 111. Tonight. 11. Uh, we had to reschedule this one from the weekend, but tonight we are talking Evil Dead Rise. All the spoilers. All of Evil the magazines. Evil rising tonight. It, Evil Rise tonight. Uh, we're talking all the spoilers for this awesome film. Uh, saw it on, what was that, Friday night? We saw it on Friday night. Um, we did. And had an absolute blast with it. It was it was a really fun one. So, uh, but I mean, I don't know if it was fun, but I mean, <laughs> well, we, we had fun experience. watching it. That's what I mean. It was it was cool. Mm. It was a it was a fun one to watch. I I enjoyed it. I had fun, even though it was uh, it was rather gory. It was definitely maybe the goriest movie I'll see this year. I say that, and there's so. surely there'll be something that tops it. But I'm sure. So well it, done. The the year is young. <laughs> it's only it's not even may yet so we're we're not yeah. even halfway through but uh buddy how are you tonight buddy i'm doing good how about you buddy i am good why are we saying buddy so much hey buddy <laughs> what's up buddy hey buddy 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 boy it's such an easy word buddy boy. um i'm doing well it's it's been kind of a busy afternoon i i told miguel a little bit ago i uh i left at left work um on my way home I had to stop doing errands stopped at the gas station and uh, got some gas on the way home, and then got here. And literally, uh, my so my son got his like his first round of shots today, so he wasn't feeling well. And he, oh boy! Uh, so I was sitting there holding him, and then by the time we got him ready for bed, I ate some dinner, took the garbage out, took the dog for a walk, then literally walked in here and hopped on this. So it's been a day, but it's been a good day. It's actually been good because usually, like I told Miguel last week, we we, we did a live show. Uh, was it last Tuesday that we did a live? Mm-hmm. I don't remember, um, but I was I was so exhausted. But I had went and sat in bed for like two hours before the show, and I was like, I can't do that. I told Julia, I said I have to like be up and moving to keep myself awake for the show, and I feel much better today. So maybe that's the key. I just have to constantly stay busy, and then I'll be like, Welcome back. Let's talk. Literally, yeah, you <laughs> and I'll be have good. To, I've been there before. Like I like like I have to like keep moving. I have to do stuff. Yeah, if I'm feeling tired, but the second like I like actually like sit down and chime in to see, I can attest to it. The second I like sit down and like feel like I'm rested, I'm about to rest. <laughs> yeah, it's that quick. It's literally like I've, a light. Listen, I've been on the phone with Miguel before, and there's a long pause, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, hey," and he's like, "What? What?" I'm like, "Were you asleep?" He's like. Yeah, I did. I fell asleep. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm bored, borderline insomniac. Yeah, I will definitely so yeah, sleep on your ass. It's a busy time. It, it's a busy time between like I don't know. I've I've also been in planning mode for this because we like I've I've literally got my uh, Miguel and I are going to go over some of it after we're done with this. But I've got my in my in my Jason. Uh, oh, he's got journal the journal here, bro. That that. That notebook, I'm sure, has some really old notes from the show, doesn't it? It actually doesn't. I got so I got this for Christmas. I I listen. I had a notebook that I was using for the show, and when I moved, I could have. I could that one, not. T- I tried to find it for our hundredth episode, for like our two year anniversary hundredth episode we did. Mm-hmm. I could not find it. Like I, it's in my instant, like in the Instagram stories, like in the highlights. Like I could show, I could find it on Instagram, but I I cannot. I, for whatever reason, I can't find that journal. I don't know what I would have done with it. But it, and it wasn't even right? a journal. It was just like a like a 
a pad of note paper, but I mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. So. Oh, okay. Now I'm now I'm catching. I'm yeah. And like it had it. I dude, I marked the crap. I'm had I made so many notes for those first two or three episodes we ever did. Like it's like pages on pages on pages of stuff, and you know it's just it's funny. I tried to find it. And I don't know. I don't know where it's at. You know, you lose everything. I mean, when you move, you lose a ton of stuff that you just you're like, I don't know where that is, and I'll probably never see it again. To lose one of the most uh, prestigious mementos of our of our career. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's okay. So I've got this one, and I'm gonna try to start using it a little bit more. I used it when I first got it um, for the new year, like as my like I wrote down my like New Year's resolutions for the channel, essentially like what I wanted to do, um, and I've, I've more or less stuck to it and this last yeah. month has been a little i i want i've been trying to get a video out every week and this last month it hasn't happened but i mean it's it's hard life gets in the way because it's it is what it is but the key get, is to, to never quote, have any expectations simple as that to quote the wonderful jeff goldblum life finds a way life finds a way and i'll leave you with that but, i don't think life um, found a way in this one i'm not gonna end this no, movie, it didn't. though it no, life did not find a way. It, it yeah. was rather rather bleak. Uh, listen, the first thing I told Julia, we, she, Miguel and I talked before, and we were both like, "They are not going to want to see this." Julia and Sierra, like, there's, there's can, no way. And I think we both talked about it. Like, I think when you were like deciding, like, what the times were, were, were what the times were. Damn. Are you um, are you okay? Is there I like a, I, had, like, I had like a slash hiccup right there do you so have an alien like inside that. of you like what's going on <laughs> anywho so yeah when you when we were talking about showtimes and we were gonna watch this i mean the both of us kind of just assumed like we didn't really like ask but we kind of just knew we were like this is not gonna be something the girls no. want to watch no. my dad did go with us though and because he's he's a horror fan too and he he really enjoyed it he 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 was a little worried it was gonna be slow at first like there was of course, there was the opening of it, which no, we're we're not in spoiler territory yet. Well, which I'm sure anybody watching has seen it already, but we'll get we'll get there in a minute. Um, but like the opening happened, and that was pretty dope. And then by the time we got to um, the it, like the intro to the family and things like that, he looked at me and he was like, "It's gonna be slow. It's gonna be slow." I was like, "Hold on, give it a minute. Let let's let it pick up a little bit." And it did. It's fairly straight to the point, actually. It kind of is. I mean, honest to God, like it. I'm, it doesn't really beat around the bush all that much. I mean, yeah, it really it you, doesn't. It gave you like some um, quick backstory, but I mean, at this point, I mean, like for how small of a cast it was, oh, and how small of a setting it was. I mean, yeah, it pretty yeah. Much went straight to business like almost immediately. So, yeah, for sure. I mean that that I that I admire. So, yeah. Uh, Josh Boyd is in the chat. What's up, Josh? Uh, he said Bruce has two cameos. One fan should find, and the other is a more tricky one. I actually didn't see either. Which I've seen it once. If I went back and watched it, I might find it. I. I didn't notice it either one. And Miguel had mentioned the dude, the old, the the homeless guy, when she leans out the window and she's screaming for help, but it's you know storming and he can't hear or whatever. Um, she's like, maybe that's Bruce, but I don't, I don't know. I couldn't. I don't know, Josh. Am I right on that one? I feel like it is. And hmm. I would have to go back and watch to really and like really pay attention. I wasn't really looking for that. I was more like trying to pay attention to the story and the characters and the intricacies of that. So well, you're I not didn't... the right type of fan. <laughs> the right type of fan is always fake fan. Yeah, <laughs> you're a phony. He's a big yeah. fat phony. Um, but it, nevertheless, it was a fun one. So, a uh, couple of things going on in the news today. Also, uh, CinemaCon was today. Well, started today. Um, got the new that. Flash trailer. I again, I wanted to get a. 
I wanted to get a reaction out for that, but I it just again wasn't in the cards for today. And at this point, I'm like, I've watched it already. I'm not I'm not gonna react to it. I've already seen it. Uh, dope trailer though. I'm actually I have high hopes for it, man. It sucks that the whole Ezra Miller thing is what it is. You know what I mean? But what are you gonna do? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll leave uh, it at that. Yeah. Um. And then also they they released the trailer for the Equalizer three, which listen, I love the first Equalizer film with Denzel Washington, but like. Where was Equalizer 2? Like, I why do I have no recollection of that movie at all? Are you serious? Equalizer yeah. 2 was pretty dope, dude. It had Pedro Pascal in it and everything. I don't think I've seen it. I, I, like, I, I couldn't even tell you, like, like I can't even picture a scene. Like, I've seen the first one quite a few times. I actually really enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I, I, when I saw that it was, the, it was, like, the big trailer for the Equalizer Part 3, I was like, there's a Part 2? <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I think it's the final Completely. chapter too, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Which is a shame because I feel like it would have been because I was like that would be the end of like uh, I don't know the Equalizer and John Wick are all about like that was like a it, it like that was like the what's it called it was like somewhat of a sub drum sub sub genre. It's like you know like the hidden like this the 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 real quiet you know but you know extremely skilled killer like it was yeah, nobody yeah. nobody was one of it. The Equalizer is one of it. John Wick is obviously one of it. Mm-hmm. And just a couple more. It was like that little like subcategory of like what yeah. these actors play as. And I mean that was that was one of them. The Equalizer is obviously a reboot of uh, of a TV show, but right. nonetheless, it's you know, it was pretty much the same gist. Like I enjoyed it. I it. I thought it was a good movie. I mean it, it I don't know, it, it's it's one of those films where it's just like it's a fun action flick. And I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. But so yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to check out part two and then go see part three because I did enjoy the first one. Also, my they didn't I guess they didn't necessarily mean to, and I told them it was okay. So I really should be mad at myself. But I had the ending of John Wick four spoiled for me, and I was like, okay, damn, okay. Do you know what yeah. happens at the end? No, not really. But I can pretty much kind of assume. <laughs> Probably guess <laughs> what yeah. happens at the end. Yeah. yeah, they they went and saw. It. My parents are big John Wick people. They've loved every single. Bro, one I don't of think them. you. I don't think people realize. I don't think people give like John. It's Wick good. Kind of it does like that's very oh, it's rare. Good. For, like it's very good. A franchise to be consistently good mm-hmm. and better with the sequels. You know what I mean? I think I liked part three better than I liked part one or two. I think so. And I actually I think, really uh, enjoyed part three. Three was probably the most highest rated. Uh, movie yeah. there right now so i mean that's pretty good considering how Wait, it even considering keanu reeves isn't like you know the highest caliber actor let's be honest so, <laughs> eh, i think he's good he's just keanu's just keanu man like i mean yeah but he's he, just you know what i mean he's he, like, his own like, guy you know well that's what i mean like he's a typecast kind of like ryan reynolds is you know he's always gonna be that's like, fair i could see that thing so keanu reeves is gonna be like that except whenever um what's it called Damn, I forgot the movie, but you know what I'm talking about. As soon as it comes to my head, no, I don't. yeah, he's always, he, you know, he just he just has his way of acting, and I just he does, you know, it's not Oscar winning, but it's good. Wow, harsh criticism for Keanu Reeves, man. Bro, I Joel. love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I was just really surprised with how well he he was able to there like, was a, push in this. There was a movie. I don't remember what it was. Was it Crazy Rich Asians, where he he plays like a dick? Oh my god! There's no. some there's some movie that my parents showed me, and it's a comedy. Like it's supposed to be funny, but like as a flip, because he's such a nice, cool dude. 
Like I know the he one plays this pretentious prick in this movie, and it's so funny. Like it's so weird seeing Keanu Reeves be like a douche to everybody. It's really, really funny. I swear, it's gonna be on the tip of my tongue because I know. I forget. It. Let me. I maybe. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Yes. That's a good movie too. But I mean, look at it. He's got like, I don't know. He has like the same. Thing. I don't know. He just never changes his expression in all of his movie posters. Yeah. It's the same like face the, in every single one of them. Is it really? Is it always be my maybe? Yeah, always be my maybe. Why do I not see? Where is that? There it is. It's like it's like twenty nineteen. It's fairly yes. New. It's yes. It's always been my maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he plays himself too, which is like hysterical. That's yeah, a funny. Like, that's a funny movie. I enjoyed that. I watched like that with lot. my parents. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, Tommy Knocker, the horror guy. What's going on, buddy? Uh, hey guys, I completely missed the uh, the Henrietta name on the pizza box. The Evil Dead Rise. I'm getting rusty. Apparently, there were a lot of things that I missed, like Easter egg things, you know. But to be fair. I like Evil Dead. I'm not like an Evil Dead fanatic like some people are. There are some people that I'm, I mean, probably noticed a million different things about what the record was saying when it was on and things like that. Like, I'm, I'm not that kind of fan. I have, I appreciate it. I like them. All of them, actually. It's, it's one of the better overall franchises, like consistent wise. Um, but it, I didn't catch some of those intricate Wait, is, things. And if I rewatched it, who knows? Maybe I would catch a little bit more. Is, but, um, the second, the second Bruce Campbell cameo. I'm calling it right now. So it's, so it's, um, so it's the person in the cart. I'm assuming, and it's the, it's the guy on the recorder. The voice is Bruce Campbell. Am I well, right? Well, he, he had said, um, that's one, that's uh, the cameo, right? Josh said Bruce is one. Bruce is the one on the record. Um, he's oh, the yes. one who yells. It's called the Book of the Dead for a reason. In which this might possibly be Ash time traveling from what Lee Cronin says. That would be dope. Dude, could you imagine if they... I mean, this film, I it obviously, again, without spoilers yet, we're not there yet, but we're going to talk spoilers in just a minute. I mean, it, it sets up sequels very clearly. And it leaves room... I, I thought it explained just enough about the Necronomicon, and it expanded on the lore just enough that it kind of just dangled the carrot instead of actually, like giving it to you like it didn't just it didn't just force feed you the lore and then hey here's a new story like it it told it in a creative way that you know um i don't know it was cool well it, can, it pretty much told it the same way like how the first evil dead was no so, like, way even though, the second cameo is, is just a sound effect how it's, is, it's when how ellie is, bites the guy it's bruce biting an apple no way are you serious to, like tell that Bruce, you someone knew, you know, Bruce some, by the bite of his apple. Some hardcore Evil Dead fan. <gasps> That's Bruce. I know Bruce is chewing. I know he's. <laughs> I know Bruce is chewing. Guy. I find that catch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. I don't know if that's true. That's hysterical. That's that's funny. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. It by is. the way, dude, I texted you about this yesterday, and I didn't get to like talk to you about it. Did you see about Bam Margera? Yeah, you did. Yeah, he's going through some shit, dog. My man is a fugitive right now. Like, he's literally on the run. <laughs> like, there's a manhunt for Bam Margera right now. Man, it's more like if they catch him, you know, and if, if they, like, pull him over at some point, yeah, they'll arrest him. It's not a I, I don't know. Listen, I, I've, 
I really root for him to be better. I do because I thought once Steve-O kind of started talking to him, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Steve-O's going to get to him and stuff. I just, I worry that Bam is going to be one of these people where like he needs to be arrested and he needs to go, he needs to do a little bit of time or like something bad is going to happen to him. You know what I mean? And I say that out of concern. Like I like Bam Margera. You know, I mean, I think he's had he's had a lot of issues, and I, I mean, he's definitely. But I mean, alcohol changes you, man. Like, addiction changes people, and it turns them into somebody that they they don't need to be and shouldn't be. You know, so I mean, I that I is get kids. it. Yeah, he's but going I mean, through some for, stuff, but that pretty much I don't know. And it was when his brother. The, when, you get, when you get into the Hollywood, uh, you know, when you start sipping on the Hollywood juice, I mean, yeah, it can it can affect you in different ways. Yeah, it was his brother though. Did you see that? What? That he like assaulted. Oh, it's just family matters. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I I hope he can. I hope he can figure it out, man. Because like Steve O's doing so well, and like, you know, Steve, dude, Steve O has turned out to be a stand up dude. I mean, Steve O has turned to become an upstanding citizen. Let's be honest. I mean, he is. He like he he's got you know his rehab stuff going. Like he's you know I mean he he tries to take care of himself. Teeth. He takes care of his this parents. Man straight like up he, adopted a dog from Brazil. Like he did. He had voice surgery. Guy. Did he really? Yeah, he had voice surgery, dude. His voice sounded bad for a little while. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, all the things that's been put in his butt and throat. I'm pretty sure yeah. something. I'm pretty sure something was put in his butt and then came out of his throat. That's probably like that's how bad his voice was. <laughs> but I'm glad yeah. he got surgery. That's that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. But man, I just I hope Bam figures it out because I it's I just don't I don't see it ending well if he can't figure it out, man. Uh, Josh said, did you see the footage of Bam at conventions recently with uh, with his shaman and a Bluetooth speaker around him blasting music when people came to see him? No, I didn't see that. No. But, I don't want to see that. Well, Honestly, yeah, God. I don't need to see that. That's. I feel like I the know. people that know about like the people that know what's going on with Bam Margera, like why would why would you even bother want to go see him at conventions? You know what I mean? And like certain yeah, events, I don't know. Like it's kind of like why would I want to put myself in that kind of position? Like, yeah, yes, I would there... see a famous person, but like that's the that's probably the last famous person I want to see right now. Well, and like whoever represents all things him. considered. Whoever represents him, I mean, like it's 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 funny that you brought that up, Josh, because if you're if you guys follow Sean Clark's channel, he did a um, he did an episode of the thing with two heads with three other dudes who do what he does with convention all stars, like they're they're um, uh, personal appearance agents, and they book these people for conventions Bro, and things like that. What a job! I know that's it's awesome. It's a lot of work, but it's awesome. Um, but like, you know, they were talking about, you know, because Sean brought up what he did with Ted White, um, who played Jason, where I believe he had Alzheimer's and he had to talk to his wife and be like, hey, he doesn't need to do conventions anymore. Like, and Sean asked them, they were, they were like, is there anybody that you've like had to pull and be like, they're not right. Like, they, they shouldn't be doing this. And like, I feel like whoever's Bam, whoever Bam's agent is, like, I feel like as an agent, you have to have the frame of mind to be like, okay. He's not well. Like, I, I mean, yeah. it. Like, Josh, you said that in, in the chat a minute ago. Like, it, it's not like he's just had a recent like bad turn. Like, I don't think Bam's been doing very well for a while now. Yeah. So, like, he hasn't been on the up and up. He, for, he shouldn't. He shouldn't for, a good, for, a, for a few years. But so, I mean, I hope. I mean, I just, I, mean, I wish the do? best for him. I enjoyed Jackass as a kid, which I think every teenage boy enjoyed Jackass as a kid at one point. But I couldn't really enjoy Jackass as a kid back then. But really? I enjoy what it is now. 
I went on a kick for a while. Like when Viva La Bam was on and Wild Boys and all that, like I watched that all the time. Mm-hmm. Ate it up, couldn't get enough of it. But I mean, it's a very, it's, you know, it's fun. I enjoy and look it. Look how kind hearted you are. That's insane. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so not me. Like, it, and I think that's why it was so funny. Cause like, it's, it's just, like, it was, it was like, it's I'm so pleasure, not you know like I mean? that. <laughs> you know You know what I mean? Like but, the most kind hearted people like need to go like break the most amount of shit, like in like yeah. the most contained area, just so yeah. they can feel the kind, kind heart itself. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, also I was going to show you this Miguel. So my bank account is about to take a massive hit thanks to Trick or Treat Studios because I about said like I thought you were gonna pull up the bank account. I was no. like, dog, like this is like So if you look second... at my checking account. I'm like, this is like the second dumbest thing you've ever done seen. Account do. number ending in. Uh but thanks to Trick or Treat Studios, my account's about to be dry. Not really. But So which one would you want, honestly? I'd go for number honestly two. I'm for sure getting two of them. I'm not getting the one on the end. I'm not getting the the ripped up H2 mask. This I think that's pointless. I just yeah, I just I don't care. Um 1000% I'm getting the uh, the H2 hospital mask. That is I I have wanted that mask like I I kid you not. I I am I am one of the people like I will tell you Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 has thousands of issues with it like it has a million problems um and if you go watch our uh if you go watch our our h2 revisited show we did um last year's Oktoberfest, i i go into some of those issues but that oh, hospital that scene is just it's it's one of my favorite sequences in the entire franchise it's legitimately scary it's one of the few times i've been like damn he michael is scary in this scene like i'm actually kind of afraid of him and that mask i have wanted that mask for so long so i'm for sure 100 percent getting that um but i think i'm also going to get the 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 2007 version too the the cracked the one to the left of it so definitely the middle two i'm going to order not going to order the ripped one I'm on the fence whether I want the clean the clean one or not. I'm not sure. I don't know. It just doesn't seem Rob Zombie. You know what I mean? Like Rob Zombie seems more like uh, the traditional mask for like the first, the middle two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these like, are from Wayne. Yeah, these are from Wayne Toth's like actual mold too. So this is the actual mold from the film. Oh so, damn, that's impressive. Yeah, dude, but, that I'm, is gonna be a pretty bank. I'm not gonna lie. Well, it, it, the middle, life. The, the 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 cracked versions, the the hospital mask and the the 2007 version, those will probably run me one twenty or so. Hey man, so that'll be one. That'll be one twenty for two of them. But I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence whether I really want to go for the clean one or not. Because I'm part of me is like. I, when am I gonna like? When am I gonna get it again? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I, I might as well just do it, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Josh said the, the the one thing Rob got right with his Halloween films are the mask. I love the Halloween age mask in the part two age one as well. The half face mask is man. Yeah, it it just it looks so like. Don't worry, you're you're in the same camp as like literally half like ninety percent of the fan base, honestly. So, I think a good collection of people just did not like the fact that we saw. Uh, half the face, like yeah. Like it looks so scary when he's in the hospital and it's all bloody and it's dripping, like the rain is dripping off, and you can't see his eyes, and he's just kind of making his way through the hospital, and like it's terrifying. 
But then every time I see the half, the ripped one where half of it's missing, I'm like, oh, it's Tyler Maine. Or like, hey, it's oh, it's Tyler Maine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hey, know, yeah. Hey, yeah. it's Sabretooth. Where, when's Hugh Jackman gonna pop out? Like, it just, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. It's stupid. It used to be. It used to be thinking like I feel like Tyler Maine has something in his contract in reverse to the point where like he's like, my face has to be seen in this. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. I think Rob just wanted his face to be seen. I think he, you know, he wanted that. So well, that's what I mean. Like, like they knew that Tyler Maine's face is like pretty like important, so he has to be seen at some point. Yeah. But even like, how do you? I don't know. Part of my issue is how do you display that well? Like when I display my Macs, like I don't. I don't have one readily avail- like available right here to show you, That's but surprising. when I when I display them, I I black out the eyes. I put something back there, whether it's like black felt or like you know I I paint the the head black or something like I black out the eyes just because it, it looks better. Um, but like, how do you how do you display that unless you have a bust where it's got the beard sticking out and things like that? Like I don't understand how you display that and make it look make it look good. I don't know, like that, like a black, like a black little uh, bust right there. I mean, that works, right? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But oh well, <laughs> it's not going. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what uh, I think about it. Yeah. Somebody who orders it, let me know. Uh, let's talk <laughs> Evil Dead. Um, so we went and saw Evil Dead Rise on Friday night. We were gonna go get some wings before at Buffalo Wild Wings, and yes, please, please rip Buffalo Wild Wings if you did want. Did not happen, uh, bro. I love the fact that like because he invited some, me. some additional staff in there, bro. So I was I was literally like off work, and Brad was like telling me this whole plan of what's gonna happen. Like, dude, we're gonna get dinner. We're also gonna get popcorn and drinks. I'm like, first off, that sounds like hell in my stomach, <laughs> and uh, I was like, but nonetheless, like I'm a drive away. Like to be honest, like I'm not gonna make it. And he says, don't worry, man, we'll save a seat. And then I was like, because he was supposed to be at like around five, if, I was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was supposed to be five. You're supposed to be there, have dinner at six, and just wait for the movie to start. And like, I get off work at five. So I was like, look, man, I'm not making this movie. I'm not I'm not making dinner. But for some reason, I drive, and, and I'm like at the exit of where, we, where we're going to go. And he was like, hey, man, so we just got our seats. And I was like. Literally this 40, 45 minute trip from Miguel leaving work to arriving there. And we've sat there and waited because I, I had picked my dad up after work and my mom was at work. So she met us there and we had time to the three of us waited there for a while. Then my brother and uh, and my nephew and his girlfriend uh, showed up and then Miguel showed up and then we finally got our seats. And it, it was like I was sitting there looking and it was like 40 minutes until the movie started. And we had just sat down, and I was like, "Bro, it was, was so like, funny because Pete like, he came up know, to me. I don't know, I don't know. He was the first to say hi to me, and I was like, I was like, I have some bad news for you guys. I came here yesterday. It took me like 50 minutes for me to get to go order. Just so you know, so like, but B Dubs has always been slow, and like, I didn't know how to tell you because obviously, you know, don't text and drive kids. So I was like, I can't tell them right now. Like, I gotta wait till I can get there so I could tell them as quick as possible. So as soon as I saw Peter, I was like, Peter, you're better off just going like somewhere else because you're yeah. not getting your food. In time. Well, so oh, no, there we were. So my mom and my brother and them stayed at B Dubs, and Miguel and my dad and I hopped in my car and we went over and got a cheeseburger from Culver's and then went to the movie. <laughs> so it was it was a time leading up to it, but finally got in there. Um, so spoiler free thoughts before we, before we kind of dive into the spoiler stuff overall, you know, I like to do this. My biggest compliment to the film is the cast. I thought the casting 
and the casting choices were, I mean, absolutely fantastic. Um, Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan, literally, maybe two of my favorite performances I've seen this year. Seriously, like the the duo of them together, like I legitimately believe they were sisters. Um, I the 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 character development kind of leading into the events that happen in the film in the apartment complex really well done, extremely well acted. I could, I'm gonna be real. I could see. I I wish the Academy would recognize horror a little bit more because I could see Alyssa Sutherland being nominated for an Oscar for that performance. For that I thought it was that good. I mean, I really. I'm did. not gonna lie. I looked at you. Like halfway through the movie, and I was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna lie. The reason why she was cast in this movie is because she has a really expressive face. Like, I was like, bro, she could convey fear into yeah. the heart. She's of good. Angus Khan with the way she looked in this movie. I was like, because I knew from the get go, like she was the reason why I was sold in this movie. The way Sutherland was just looked in the trailers, and the way she acted, and the way the makeup did with the through the people. I was just yeah. like." Bro, like this looks sick. This looks pretty well, rad. Even she Lily looks Sullivan, like an, she looks like an early deadite. Like I was, I was vibing with this. Yeah, oh. like even Lily Sullivan's character, though, um, who played Beth, I, she, what I liked about her character was that, you know, it, she had a roughness to her. Like at the beginning of the film, she was tough, she um, was grunge, and she was kind of grunge, but. She also had this. She had a touch of emotion to her, and and I I I enjoyed that, and it, I I kind of enjoyed seeing her like transformation into. Uh, well, I can't say that without it being a spoiler. Uh, pause. <laughs> um, pause. But like her, I, I I enjoyed her character development. Um, even the kids, the three kids, man, killed it. Uh, Bridget, Cassie, and um, what was the what was the kid's name? Uh, was it Danny? Morgan. Was that? I'm I'm looking at the cast list and I'm trying to remember Morgan who. Gabrielle and who's the who's the young girl? Nell Nell Fisher. Yeah. That's that's Cassie. Cassie, Danny, and Bridget. Yeah. Um. But man, the everybody, the entire cast killed it. Even the extra people that were just kind of the neighbors that were just there. I mean, it was like it was awesome. So, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that's something I loved about this movie too. Was the was how how well contained it was. How small setting was and how small the cast was i mean when the cast is to be counted probably like yeah, 10 it, or 11 people it, it, it wasn't a very big really cast much. it wasn't a big yeah. cast but it was a really really good cast um but real quick uh maga what's going on man maga cat and uh our buddy austin is in the chat what's up austin we're doing awesome man um my biggest complaint about the film or not complaint my my biggest issue with the film um was the there's without getting into spoiler territory yet there was a little bit of a subplot towards the beginning and towards the end of the film that i it almost felt like it didn't need to be there it almost felt out of place like i i was kind of like when i saw the trailers i already kind of wondered how that was going to happen anyways but seeing it in the film especially the end i was like what what sense did that make like it just it it didn't 
I don't think it fit very well. Yeah, um, and I think you. It, it just it, it didn't for me. But I think I know the one you're talking. I think I know what you're talking about because I remember I expressed that like very early on, like after after the events unfolded in the beginning of the movie, I was just like, "Is it really going to end up being this way?" Like I was like, I kind of don't like it when when the story is yeah. kind of set up like this. Yeah. But you know, I still liked it. I mean, like I understood why they did it like that. I don't know what they're purpose was other than to um continue setting up i mean I, installments. I get it but it, it just for that story that they were trying to tell it just felt it felt very out of place like i was just like why mm. why would that be here you know yeah um, yeah but you know the gore was very well done the story was well done it's a very tight claustrophobic um you know it, it makes you kind of feel trapped and um, it's a very oh, yeah, small cast. It's cast. a very small setting. It's well done, and I think Evil Dead fans are really going to enjoy it. And I know most people have seen it by now. We're, this is just kind of our, our brief spoiler thoughts. Um, but you know, I mean, is there anything else you want to add, Miguel, before we get into spoilers? I mean, in regards to like how how I reacted to the movie without spoiling it, I mean, I thought I enjoyed it fairly well. I mean. I'll say this. They, I mean, it does push. Someone said, I remember I saw in the comments that it didn't push the boundaries far enough. And I was like, I think uh, it pushed it really well. Yeah, I was like, I thought it pushed boundaries pretty well. Like, it really said, it pretty much said no one is safe in this movie. I mean, everyone was, everyone was like, you know, at, uh, everyone was at risk in this movie. I'd say that. Like, right. anyone can go at any point in time. And I, I truly felt that, like, throughout this movie. Also, because, you know, I, watched you know the the previous evil dead installments and you know how the first evil dead goes and how quick people people were going with dropping left and right and yes yeah, felt more like the remake to me at least like uh what 2013 like the, the 2013 one yeah i i felt i mean it see i haven't i haven't seen the 2013 that's the only one i haven't seen at the about halfway point I was like, oh, this is Evil Dead. This feels Evil Dead. You know, it, it, it took it that long to... Not that it was bad. I, I was still enjoying it up to that point. It just... There was a moment where I was like, ooh, okay. This is this feels Evil Dead, you know? So... Did you, did you like the 2013 version? Yeah, I thought it was good. Oh. I'm actually... That's due for... Re, this whole series is due for a rewatch. We'll... We'll have to hit these up on um, on Purely and Simply Evil at some point. but Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I just didn't really particularly... Uh, find the need to watch evil dead but i mean i don't know i think if i if i if i had to guess i would say probably 2013 evil dead is i'd say evil dead rise is probably well more contained than evil dead 2013 oh, yeah. it is. Like it's, it's a very oh and like the gore stuff yeah oh i don't I don't know if I'd say that. I I, I think it was actually I, this was a pretty gory movie. It was it was a pretty gory movie. It was there was a lot, but yeah. Um. So l let's do this. We're gonna hop over to spoilers. So I just put the spoiler warning in the chat. If you have not seen Evil Dead Rise, if you're listening after the fact, whatever. Goodbye. We'll see you later. Um. So when when everyone died, no I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> let me say this. So you're quick. I no. So as I said. My favorite thing about it was the characters. I think what made it harder and the biggest shock of the movie to me was that they killed the two older kids. 
I did not expect any of the kids to die in this movie. Oh, I, I did. really didn't. Um, I did. And not only I didn't, it, it wasn't even just that they died, but they, they came back and were like assisting and helping the, the mom. And it was like, you know, not only because like, if you think about it from Cassie's perspective, I mean, it's bad enough from Beth's perspective as, you know, an aunt and as a sister, but Cassie's perspective as like a seven year old, not only are you watching your mom try to kill you in like awful violent ways, but then you have to watch your brother and your sister do it too. Like trauma, as Jamie Lee Curtis would say, trauma. Yeah, that kid. Trauma. She will be in therapy till the day she dies. Yeah, Cassie's not gonna be okay in after. No. <laughs> when she's when she's of age, she's gonna end up listening to, um, grunge pop and what have Marilyn Manson. I'm not okay. Thing. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. She'll oh, definitely be. She will definitely be listening to My Chemical Romance for the duration of her entire life. But um, oh, I you know, it. It, 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 so that that kind of shocked me a little bit. I expected it. As soon as we saw the two neighbors, I was like, they're going to die. They're going to die. 100%. They're, they're there to die. Um, I oh, didn't I kinda... expect all of them to die at once. <laughs> that was kind of like, oh, I, okay. Every, we're just going to kill everybody all at once. Okay. Um but I, I I thought it felt claustrophobic. Um, I saw Josh. I saw your comment that said uh, I do feel that they could have utilized the apartment building a little better. I actually thought they utilized the apartment building pretty nicely. I mean, it the fact that the stairs were messed up during the earthquake and the fact that the elevator wasn't working and you couldn't escape out the windows because they were so high up. Like I I didn't have any issues with that. Um, I I I, I guess the. Like I said, it just it shocked me from a from a character perspective. I didn't expect everybody to die as quickly as they did. Um, and it it almost went from more of a gore fest to from each other, like every five well, minutes. No, I, I like I said, I expected the neighbors to die quickly. Well, I I did expect the neighbors to die, but usually, I mean, usually with these things, it's like a not with Evil Dead, but with with any horror film. Usually it's like a sequential, like, one death at a time. This was kind of like all of the neighbors just died in one bulk thing, you know? Um, and then we moved on to the kids, and I, I think it almost moved more towards a suspenseful thing, like, towards, like, the the second act into the third act when it was like, okay, the kids are, the kids are infected, for lack of a better word, and, you know, things like that. But, um... I don't know. It just it, it I I that shocked me, honestly. I, I did not expect when it was when it was who was it Bridget first? Was it Protest Girl first? Yes, it was Bridget that got infected. Um when it happened to her, I was like, Oh shoot, we're going here. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going here. And then when it happened to the boy, I was like, Holy sh okay. I was like, who who's gonna be left? Like who who's gonna be the last man standing? Um but I, I did like the girl who played Cassie. Rocked it out of the house. She was incredible. She's got a bright future ahead of her. Um, and, and I'm glad that it was Beth and Cassie standing because obviously I'm surprised how because fucking shit. I mean Beth got stabbed, cheese grated, and like yeah. bit or something like that. I don't know. She got she got she got mauled yeah. in this fucking movie. So like I don't know how she didn't get affected. I don't know. Like I yeah, guess there was I no didn't... transfer of blood, but like how <laughs> i did say that was or i did think that that was a little odd like if it's if it's the liquid or the blood or whatever that infects you 
Cassie and Beth should both be infected mm-hmm. because they literally almost drowned in an elevator full of blood. Like, I, I don't, that part was a little like, I, why is it, why is it that the other two can get infected, but these two can't? You know, that was almost a little bit plot holeish. And again, if there's something I'm not catching, you guys let me know. But I, I even thought to myself, I was like, how come they're not getting infected? If it happened to Danny and Bridget, how is it that Beth and Cassie are just kind of like skirting around it? Like it's not affecting them at all. So that was kind of odd. Um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of <laughs> see how it goes. I mean. Do you see what um, I mean, though? Yeah, I do. But I mean, at this point, it was just kind of like the, you know, you just need to transfer, like, pretty much they just need to be a transfer of blood, and that pretty much infects them. And that was very, like, zombie-ish kind of thing. And I think, I thought that was a little cheap, honestly, God. Like, I just didn't think that the transfer of blood to be it, to make them infected kind of worked for me. I, I like the idea of, like, more of, like, the more the book is read, the more the book is open, the more demons, dead eyes right. come out. Yes, that's and pretty start cool. to infect people. That's a pretty good uh, like idea. That. But I, I get why they went that way, just so it can be, you know, more more obvious as to why they they right. decided to change. Right. Uh, Josh said, it seems more like you have to be attacked slash hurt in some way uh, by the dead eye to be infected. Yeah, I get yeah, it. That's the case. That makes that sense, too. That's the case. Then Beth or or their vomit gets in your mouth, pretty much, <laughs> or get bathed and like yeah. Bridget's vomit, pretty much. Right. Well, that that does make sense. That that's a fair point. It, it just it in the theater that was something that I was kind of like thinking about. That I was like, that's kind of odd. Um, let's talk. <sighs> let's talk yawns. Let's talk the back of our eyelids. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's talk about the beginning and the end because I. I was not re- it was now let me say this it was cool it was a very cool opening scene when the two of them are talking and she rips her scalp off and the whole like she's reading the book and she sits up in bed like that was yeah, all really he, cool he, he does not prime every he does not prime these scenes he just tells us straight up what's going I do. on um it, it I, listen that's how I am I'm straight up I I tell it like it is <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but it, I thought it was a cool opening scene. And, the, dude, the opening credits. Holy shit. It was so cool. When she lifts up out of the water and you see Evil Dead Rise lift up above the trees, I was like, that's sick. What an aw- an awesome. I sound like I'm from New York. Awesome. awesome. What an awesome. Uh, I'm channeling my inner Italian family here. Um, but it was such an awesome title card to see that rise above the trees and it was so cool but as soon as it cut away i was like okay but how does it tie into the rest of it like how are we going to get from over here at this cabin off in the woods all the way over to this group of people in an apartment building like i it just it 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 felt very disconnected for me and when when it cut to like the what did it say like the day before or something like that like one day literally like 24 hours and i was like that's when i looked at you and i was like are we really about to do like a yeah, ish kind of thing. I was like, I didn't like that because those yeah. that kind of contains the story to what it to what it's supposed to be. Like, it's like right. we, we already know what's gonna lead to. I just wish. So, like, I didn't feel like I felt like that kind of cheapened the whole story, the story as a whole. Yeah. So, like, I'd have much rather started out like you know with, with uh, Beth and the club. 
on a Tuesday. I no, agree. Well, um, but I, I don't know, yeah, I just didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was the right type of way to start the movie. But well, and a- listen, here's here's another thing, Josh, and this kind of goes against what you said a minute ago. If you think to the end of the film, when we see the the events leading into that, um, and she finds the wood chipper and the blood and everything everywhere. She doesn't get vomited on, or she doesn't get any of the blood in her eyes or her mouth or anything, and because somehow the, she becomes. Because the demon is now out of the body. Because the dead eye is now out of the body. And that's where that's where I kind of okay. felt like that's where I kind of <laughs> felt as if. But then why didn't it infect Beth or Cassie? That's that's what I was trying. That's what I was going to get at. I was like I was confused as to why Beth didn't get infected. But then again, if you think about it, like throughout the movie, we're just following it. It's every time the dead eyes get injured, there's like a fucking five to ten minute pause where they just have to yeah. fucking reboot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was kind of odd too. Like every time, like there was a battle with one, like they would like literally, she would just go, and then it'd be ten minutes later. <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I, and I, I like the I like the idea of like you know in the first Evil I Dead get that. When, when they were like. Every time they like, every time Bruce kept like decapitating his girlfriend, she just kept going. She was like, mm-hmm. just was just laughing at it. That yeah. made it more sinister and more sick. It was like, bro, like whatever you do, as Bruce right. said in the audio recordings, like I dismember them, but they kept going. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, it, it again. I, there were the it, it was a slight issue with the whole thing like that. I just I felt like the choice to do the cabin thing. It felt too far removed from what was happening in the current events of this film for me. Now, mm-hmm. that's me. I, I I don't know what the answer is, what else they could have done. Again, I think I would have just started with Beth in the club. Everybody in the club. We, you know, I, I would have just started there. Around. But, um, you know, I, I that's just me. I don't know. No, but I, I see what you mean. <sighs> Like I said, I didn't feel like the beginning and end. I didn't think I didn't like the idea of the prequel, the prequel story, if that makes sense, or like the twenty-four hours prior story. I just right. I don't I don't, I don't like that type of uh, format because it just it just it contains a story to what you're expecting from well, first five ten minutes. So yeah, that's what, and, and yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but I also sat there the entire movie like, how the hell does this get like how does this Makes sense, you know what I mean. How I kind of figured from here to there, like it just it it it. it I don't know. It, it it kind of. No, I I kind of figured didn't take how they me out of it, like but that kind of preoccupied my mind a little bit for like what else was happening. Um, I did enjoy. It was pretty sick and twisted when um Alyssa Sutherland's character, uh, uh Ellie, when she when she's in the elevator and it ties her up and things like that after he starts reading the book. What did you think of the way that they found the Necronomicon with the earthquake? Um, Danny climbing into the ground and kind of seeing it. Jesus falling, almost Jesus almost falling on his face. You know, bro, that Jesus, that that like jump scare. Was that was good. that was the that was actually the biggest jump scare of the movie for me. I actually like kind of jumped when that happened because I was expecting it to be something else. Like I didn't know what it was going to be, and mm-hmm. then as soon as he turned around and it was Jesus's face, I was like, oh, hello, hello, hello Father. Like you know, um, but uh, I, mean, it, yeah, I was, thought that was, it was, was interesting. I think, like I said before, one of the things that I I liked about the film was that it gives you it dangles the carrot just enough to be like. 
what was it doing down there? Why was it there? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and then hearing the audio recordings and things like that, it doesn't give you all the answers, and I appreciate that. I appreciate a horror film that doesn't spoon-feed you all of the answers to explain everything. And well, I, I think mean, this kinda, setup... You can kind of figure out. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, this set up sequels well enough, or, or the the reason that it set up sequels so well was because it left room to expand on kind of what was happening with the lore and with the book. Now, I don't remember this. I would have to go back and watch the other Evil Dead films. Did we know that there were multiple volumes of the Necronomicon? I feel like I don't yeah, remember I knowing that. Because when no. he said volume three or whatever, I was like, oh, so there's like, multiple? Hey, okay, Kids Bop 93. Uh, yeah. Ready for... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Kids Bop 12. Um, but I, I just didn't, I, I didn't remember that being the case. I thought there was only one book. So I, if that was something added, that's kind of cool. Um, little things that, okay, so Army of Darkness has three books. I'll have to go, honestly, Army of Darkness is the one that I remember the least. I would really have to go back and rewatch them. That one is one of those movies where a lot of people were criticizing Evil Dead Rise because there's there's people in different camps. There's the original, there's the original like horror isk of Evil Dead, and then there's the shoot 'em up of Groovy of Army of Darkness, and that's yeah. what that kind of separates. And obviously the TV show too. And Evil Dead and, Two is kind of a cross between the two. Yeah, people, people really didn't like Evil Dead Two, but I mean, I kind of liked it. I like, I like Part them. Two. Yeah. Part Two is just it. It's one of those things where it's like. It's got some funny moments, but it's also got some pretty horrific moments too. It's a very like double-edged sword with that one. It's it, it's kind of a, a cross between. It's almost it's got a. It, this is not quite the same thing, so take this with a grain of salt. But it's almost kind of the 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 Dream Warriors thing, where Dream Warriors kind of starts to play around with the MTV fun side of Freddy but it still also tries to be scary Freddy at the same time. Like Evil Dead 2 still has some of those more horror elements to it, Mm -hmm. Um, but it also is kind of a little bit more playful. Ash is starting to, you know, become Ash and things like that. It's just, um, and then of course you get Army of Darkness, but I I really, I would have to go back and watch Army of Darkness. So if they established that it had three books, um, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I, I, when he said that, I was like, oh, okay, that's, interesting that's different i don't remember that before so mm-hmm. and what volume um, was this that was that they found i, I think remember. this was three i think danny found volume three okay bro i'm not gonna lie like so. them pages fucking hard to watch like i feel like if i opened that book and i saw it was in there i closed oh, that it shit was up. rough yeah i i i leaned to my dad at one point i was like i said why the hell is he still reading like if you first of all if i found a book with teeth nope i'm good i don't need it I'm yeah, good. I, I thought don't need it. But then when <laughs> you cut yourself opening the book with teeth and the book with teeth starts moving and you see all these awful images of like people being tortured and dying and all these things, I'd be like, nope. Bro, yeah. And, and... <laughs> I just slam it shut, put it back where you got it and put that thing back in where, you, where it came from more so help me. Bom, bom, bom. And Bridget, I remember Bridget was saying like, you were like, like, Shut, shut this book up. We're taking it back. And then I don't know what Danny's fucking mind was coming from. It was like, bro, like, why are you gonna read that? Like, I feel like as kids of that of that age now of that generation, you know enough. 
Yeah. Well, and it's it's funny because at one point of the film when he's like, you know, this is all my fault. I was like, yeah, it is. It pretty much is. Yeah. Hundred percent. It is. (laughs) You know, Uh, Rosalie's here. What's up, Rosalie? Hi. Hope you're having a good one. Um, but but yeah, it, it. I was like, yeah, dude, it is your fault. Like you should have stopped reading when it started moving. You should have stopped reading. It was time. It was time. Bro, when the stop. books are liking like, the drop of blood that you like yeah. just lost, yeah. I'd be done. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, it's going back. I don't care. Yeah. It, it's not freaking little shop of horrors. Like it should you know, it, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be like that. But um Josh said he I think the second book is supposed to be the one in Evil Dead twenty thirteen. That'd be kind of sick actually, and it'd be cool if you said uh or what'd you say? What if the girl that rises out of the water is the demon girl that comes out of the ground in Evil Dead twenty thirteen? That'd be sick. I doubt it. That'd be pretty dope. You know, I mean well, it's it says right there, I think at the end of the movie, like the girl that's going to Lake House because in fact gets uh gets taken by the deadite that's uh that Beth just finally, you know, yeah. subdued. So yeah, I, I don't think so. That'd also, be really cool, though. a realism thing: the girl whose uh, whose scalp got torn off, bro, she was alive for way longer than I feel like you would have been. Like, I feel like that would do you in pretty quickly. Like, if your brain is exposed and like the top of your skull is exposed, like I feel like that's kind of like okay, you're you're done. And she was like, she was literally sitting on the dock, like. Yeah, she was pretty. She was pretty dazed, and the fact that like the fact that old girl was just following her while she was like slowly like yeah going back, I was like, oof, man, that's some rough shit. But I feel like like wouldn't that kill you pretty quickly? I don't know, man. I've never been scalped. That's fair. I hope you're <laughs> never scalped, Miguel. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Thank um, you. But even so, like when when we get into the meat and potatoes of the thing, once uh, once Ellie is kind of transformed into the demon or whatever her introduction was very cool seeing her walk through the door and kind of in silhouette and then shadow when she's throwing the eggs at the, uh, at the thing. That uh, was yeah, cool. She was, she was the best. She's probably one of the better deadites I've seen in a long yes, time. hundred percent. She is one of the scariest things about this franchise. Like I'm, I'm being serious. I would, I would love to interview her and to like figure out how she got into that role. That'd be, that'd be really cool. I'm serious. I think it's Oscar worthy. I think it's that good. Really? Now, will would the Academy ever... I mean, no. <laughs> That's never going to happen. But as much as I would love it to happen, it's probably never going to happen. Which was really well done. And and if you kind of noticed, it, got, it almost got more like... At first, there was almost still a little bit of her in there. And then as it went on, it just became more and more demonic and demonic and demonic and demonic. Okay, a little bit like it was almost there was like one second when she's throwing one line when she's throwing the eggs there was one line but i'm saying when she's throwing the eggs at the thing and whatever she's she's kind of talking like she's drunk and she can't like fully get the roots out she was dead ass she was dead the entire time i know then she at least mustered up the whatever to say, don't let it take my, my, my kids or something like that before she threw up 17 gallons of water and then died. <laughs> you know? Um, dude, by the way, it was so funny because the, I don't know if you could see, but the people in front of us, when she was throwing up the water, like she, she's sitting there like throwing it up. And it was nonstop. It was just like a fountain. She just like, it just kept going. And they were like, 
<laughs> you can see there. You can see them getting recoiled. Yeah, I could see them kind of like, oh, that's shit, so funny. Shit. Like you know, it's funny. Well, we also walked in and there was an older couple sitting there, and I mean, not that older couples can't like horror, but it's just they were old, like probably in their mid sixties to seventies, and I was like, are you sure about this? I know it's like coming upon the closest. You know, part you, of the end do of you your know what you're in for? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know anything about this franchise? <laughs> but. You this know, movie so has it, zero happy endings. Like none of them have happy endings. Um, Rosie said, "Just came in. Did you both like it? Yeah, we really enjoyed it a lot. Actually, I it's I did. Yeah, it's one of my favorite horror films I've seen in the theater in a long time. Um, but you know, it it, it was pretty cool. Um, it, 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 the lead up into kind of the the main events were pretty cool. Um, particularly seeing Ellie kind of." lose it and transform into that um the introduction of the neighbors i thought was cool they they i liked the characters there there wasn't a whole lot for them to do other than to die um uh, yes other than to die and to kind of be there to add little bits of things like the the dude with the shotgun talking about the cat he's like you know oh, the cat's up in the rafters or whatever and of course that came back when um, when Alyssa Sutherland's character comes through the rafters and things like that, like just little things like that, d- little bits of exposition that are thrown in through them. I hope the cat survived. And the, <laughs> yeah, we never got to see the cat, did we? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, it, it was just kind of cool to get those little bits from them. And of course, they added a good kill, which their whole like slaughter scene when she's standing out there, um, when they're in the hallway and she shuts the door, uh, when she bit his eye, I was like, Bro, oh, they straight up bit his bit his eye, spit it out, and killed the other guy by <laughs> like making him choke on, on it, his yeah. eye. <laughs> I was like, I looked at Brad. I was like, damn, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be an shit. awful way to die. Pretty terrible. Oh, and then the shot, it was cool because shotgun guy, we didn't even necessarily see that. Like, we saw him shoot her, and then she just walked off camera, and we heard a scream or whatever. And then, you know, it was, no, but bro, it, it was the fact that, like, the worst one was Scott. It was the kid. The kid was just running scared. Yeah. scared. And then you could see him, like, get thrusted yeah. with one arm. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, Cassie's not safe. I saw that, and I was like, Cassie's not safe right now. Cassie can die. Well, and any another minute. another really creepy moment is when the kid is dead. He's laying out there, and Cassie hears her mom singing to him. And you get the sense that it's like, okay, it's a song that she sings with Cassie, like, you know. And, and she hears him singing to the kid, and that's when that's when she starts to talk to her. You don't look so good, mom. <laughs> Nothing that a big old wet kiss from you would fix, bro. Yeah, she. Yeah. Was- the people creepy. The people scenes were pretty freaking sick. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like that's that's nightmarish right there. But I wanted yeah. I wanted to talk about like I wanted to talk about like the big like the the moment like we like the moment Ellie like goes full blown dead eye where they're trying to like call her off. Trying to yeah. obviously like, you know, burning up and then like when she just fucking recalls and jumps onto the top of the bed. <laughs> Yeah, I, that, that was that was that the was moment where I think it deafening. fully takes over. That was deafening, dude. Like, it was. and that was going on for like about a minute or two. Are like, you talking about in our theater? Of, like, yeah, dude, they needed to turn the volume down. Our the- there were a few moments where I was like, "Can we, damn, like, can we turn the volume down?" Like, it was yeah. so 
overly loud in the theater and not like not typical movie theater loud like like they legitimately needed to turn the volume down for this film like it was so loud when she did that shriek thing i was like yeah, yeah, we crossed, yeah. we crossed the threshold of what comfort was in that that's, movie. That's kind of what I meant by I don't think it fully had her yet. When they cool her off and she finally like wakes back up and then she hops up out of there and she she's standing with her thing up on the you know she's kind of bracing herself. You know, it was really dis- ugh, gross. It's like so here's the corner of the wall. Her toes went. <laughs> her oh, toes yeah. like gripped the wall. I was like. Oh, that's nasty. But she does her scream. She falls in the water. And when she sits up and when she says about, you know, like when they say mom and she's and she goes, mommy's Mommy's with with the maggots maggots now. And then she like kind of hops out of the water and stuff. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is whack. This is it. Um, But, you know, we, we had some pretty gory scenes between her and the kids between the cheese grater thing, which I actually thought was going to be a little bit worse than it was, which that's I mean, that's terrible. I'm not saying it wasn't a bad injury. It's a terrible injury. But everybody was like, wait till you see the cheese grater thing. It's so gross. It's the worst thing about the movie. It was not the most gruesome part of that movie. <laughs> there were some there were much more gruesome moments than the cheese grater thing. The eyeball and Scott was the worst thing for the movie. That was pretty me. that was pretty bad. That was one of those where you're like yeah, you know, I mean, we had people stabbed in the face with scissors and things like that, but that eyeball thing, I was because it's it's so obscure and it's so like, ugh, <laughs> it's, it's such a hard way gross. to go. It is. It's, it's a terrible way to go. Way for, it was an interesting way to 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 be attacked, and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I heard like know, I heard to make a combo kill with just with that move alone. I was like, okay. Yeah, it was pretty creepy when um, uh, when Bridget did become infected, and when she is it the oh, sorry I'm yawning I'm getting sleepy um was it the brother that walked in on her or was it Beth I want to say it was Beth right when when Bridget was hopped up on the counter and whatever and she was like eating the glass oh it was Beth. Was it Beth? So when she walked in and she was eating it, Bridget was pretty creepy. Uh, that girl, what's her name? Um, Gabriel Gabrielle Eccles. Like she she did a really really good job actually. Um, like eating the glass and things like that, which was that was nasty. Tough, too. I don't know. What, I don't remember what she said, but she said something along the lines of like. Um, well, gotta, it was something. I gotta, it was... Kill the, I gotta kill the bugs inside me or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because she, because it was like she somehow knew she was pregnant, that Beth was pregnant, because she was like, you know, she was like, I have to kill the things in my tummy or whatever, and she's like, do you like things in your tummy, or whatever like that, and oh, then yeah. yeah, and and she's sitting there eating glass, and when she hopped off and stuff, it was a cool scene. I, I I dug that a I lot. I feel like her. I feel like her being pregnant didn't really matter. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Oh, I think it mattered to. I think it mattered to an extent because it's like I think it would just it added. It add a level of uh of uh add a level of like of like concern for Beth. Well, it, but like other than other than the fact that like yeah she's pregnant, like they didn't. I thought I was expecting like the dad eyes to be like, oh, let me possess the child or something like that, which had been first off. Really I thought they up. were gonna do something about that, and I they because there really was fucked up. But yeah, they didn't. They didn't really do much. And plus, she took a lot of hits. For being like a a couple weeks pregnant, I think in like, the I book, like... 
it, when when the kids were flipping through the book, there was a moment where it saw demons like ripping someone open, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "They're gonna infect the baby, and the baby is gonna like claw its way out of her or something like that." And I was like, "Aren't you glad it turned so into awful. like a?" But then I started thinking about it. Of course, me, who's newly a dad, I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Okay, that's not even realistic because she she's not pregnant. There's no it's it's." It's not shut big up. enough. To, I know. Like, that's where I'm like, shut up and eat your popcorn. Um, but I thought they were going to do that. And then when I, I think it was more as an audience member, it gave us more to care about with Beth. But I think from a character arc perspective, it kind of it, from an arc perspective, even though it wasn't necessarily always talked about or it wasn't always in the foreground, it still um it was still kind of the ooh, I gotta stop yawning, I apologize. It was still kind of the thing that low key drove her will to survive, other than keeping Cassie safe and other than escaping for herself and her own sanity and her own safety. Like because there was that conversation a little bit between Cassie and between Beth where she's like, you know, you would make a good mommy someday or whatever. And she's like, why is that? And she's like, because you know how to lie to kids or whatever like that. And then when she says, you're going to be a mom and there's that there's that moment or whatever. And she says, yes, I think when she because there's there's you sense a little bit of like, do I want to keep this kid? Do I not want to keep this kid like that internal struggle at the beginning of the film? Because mm-hmm. you can tell it's with a guy that I mean, she that's not going to care. She's going to be a single mom. She's going to be dealing with that. I don't but think then, it was. A, I don't think it was an idea of like whether she wanted a baby or not. She was just the fact of like, oh, now I'm pregnant. Like my entire life. And it could have been. Now. Yes, it could have been. But there's there's also I think when she realized when you know when Cassie says you know our, I don't remember how she actually said it, but. When she says, you're going to be a mom, and she's like, yes, I am, and we're getting out of here. That was her moment of like, okay, I am going to be a mom because we are going to escape, and we're going to survive this. So that mm-hmm. was, I think, that I think it mattered in that respect. It, it wasn't like some massive plot point that we talked about constantly, but it was just, it was always kind of there, and it always, I think it kind of drove the motivation for the character. I was going to say, it was like sense. a character-driven thing. Yeah. It almost it, it mattered more to her necessarily than it did for the the audience, you know. Yeah. But it it was cool her going back and trying to like listen to the listen to the tape backwards and things like that, and trying to use her skills to figure it out or whatever. Super creepy when Alyssa Sutherland came through the rafters and we saw her climb down the wall and she sees her in the reflection. She sees her in the the reflection of the window behind her. That was pretty cool. That was a neat moment. It was, and I love the fact that she. Whenever, uh, whenever she uses her nail and becomes a record player, I thought that was really yeah, cool. yeah. Like, that was one of those like, oh, that's really cool. One of those like, funny like deadites kind of having fun kind of thing. But yeah. one thing I kind of missed was the fact that like, yeah, the deadites are like really dangerous and stuff like that, and they're here to kill. But like, I mean, they're there to toy with you too. They like, can also like be low key dead. funny. <laughs> yeah, they're there. They're there to pretty much play with their food kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's how it was with. Uh, with the first Evil Dead, with when Ash is trying to deal with his girlfriend, like how she was just like there, just like pretty much torture the man for like right. the entire night, and that was like brutal to say the least, because that was pretty much like half the fucking movie. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I just I like that sense because it also gave the Deadites some level of personality too. It's funny there was Lee Cronin, who's who directed the film. 
somebody had posted a picture, uh, like a comparison of Ellie doing that with her fingernail and then Stitch doing that when she's playing Elvis and Lilo and Stitch and Stitch does that and she's opening his mouth and shutting his mouth and it's like... That's so funny. And it's the sound coming out. And Lee Cronin was like, if you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny because it's like the same kind of thing. Uh, Josh said... I didn't mind it, yeah. Josh said it seems like Beth uh, went to see Ellie for advice on what to do and towards the end of the movie is when it really hits Beth and seems like she's decided to keep the baby. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it right there. I think Cassie, between Cassie talking to her about it and between th- that's her reason to get out of there and that's her, again, that's like the motherly instinct kind of thing which just kind of takes over and it's, you know, I think that's her, other than keeping Cassie safe, I think that's her motivation to because you have to remember I mean at the, at that point in the film too she knows that if she dies Cassie's going to be alone and um, she doesn't I don't think she wants Cassie to have to grow up alone and to go through this alone so she obviously wants to get out for herself and for her baby but I think there's almost a little bit of a motherly thing uh for Cassie as well even though I know she's her aunt, you know, whatever, but you know, you get the idea. So, um, but I, I thought the, the character development for, um, for Lily Sullivan's character was, was really well done as well. Uh, let's talk about kind of the ending. So when she stabs her with the scissors and they finally make it out into, into the, the hallway, she's got the shotgun, she's shooting them and she's kind of dismembering them or whatever. Bro, I did not expect the Rat King moment. The what? Like the Rat King moment, like the the Last of Us Part Two type thing. What do you mean? Where they all combine together? They're they're in the Last of Us Part Two. There's a the hardest boss in that game is there's a type of infected that is just a bunch of infected like together, like molded together in a blob. And that's essentially like, let me, um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm following now, but like, yeah, that scene right there, I kind of was very surprised by that. I was like, wow, they really went there too. Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I thought, I just thought all of them would end up chasing her or whatnot, but then they decided to go full on like the thing, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, it was super, super, uh, reminiscent of the thing or, um, uh, I'll show you like right now, like like that's the Rat King in The Last of Us Part Two, and it, it's literally like it's like a bloater, but it's it's different infected that have been like grown together as a part of it, and that's kind of the same like vibe as it was with um with this as well. And I did not expect anything that monster ish towards the end of the film you know i I actually thought okay they're gonna kill ellie and then it's gonna be the other ones trying to kill them but when they all combined like that i was like that's pretty sick and i thought it was creative even when they got when they finally did get downstairs past the blood pooling up the elevator and all that stuff when they finally that was was pretty cool like the shining very shining-esque um when they when they did get downstairs i liked that we didn't see it at first because I kept being like, what is this thing going to look like? Like, this is gross. What's it going to be like? And the fact that we only saw, like, little tiny glimpses of it or it was in shadow or, when like, the whole moving around the car thing and trying to be quiet, stuff like that, I thought it was very well done. 
Um, and, and the final fight scene, her pulling out the chainsaw was really cool. The wood chipper thing was cool. I saw some people that were like, this is stupid. Why would there be a wood chipper in a parking garage in the middle of the city? Like, Because Sam Raimi declared it. Set up it your popcorn. <laughs> but yeah, because Sam Raimi said it was so. He okayed it, so... To the, you know, because that's how that's, else are you gonna kill this thing? I mean, it was it was exactly. pretty much kind of it was the same way how like I knew the shotgun that was uh, used by uh, you know by the neighbor was gonna end up being the shotgun because you know how like in Evil Dead One and Evil Dead Two they have like both the shotgun and the chainsaw, right? And right. I knew I was like I was like okay here we go here we go there's a cha- there's a shotgun, and then when I saw the when I saw the chainsaw I was like oh we're gonna get the scene we're gonna get the raining blood scene and I knew we were gonna get it, and as soon as we got it I was like. This is what I want. I said this yeah. is enjoyable. I love this. So I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it for. I enjoyed those, those little tidbits that we got, little reminiscence of of the previous uh, movies. And yeah. again, like, how else are you supposed to fucking defeat a monster like of that magnitude? You yeah. know, like, unless you're gonna dis- dismember it one by one in like a full like slash and dash them uh, kind of frenzy, like. Right. No, you're going to get that. Well, and it was pretty cool, too, like when, you know, during the final fight, whenever when she finally gets it in there and the wood chipper and it's dying and things like that, um, when Ellie's or uh, yeah, no. Yes. I'm getting the characters mixed up when Ellie's decapitated head is kind of taunting her and she's yelling at her and she's telling her she's going to be a crappy mom and all this stuff like whatever. And, you know, she's like, you know, you're not my sister. And even I think Cassie says something about you're not my you're not my mom. Like my mom isn't here anymore or whatever. And you're not my mom when she like finally gives her the final blow and gets her in the wood chipper. Uh, it, it was cool and it very bloody film. This had to, I wonder if it was almost uncomfortable to be soaked in that much blood Let me ask dura- you this, for though. the duration of your shoot. Let me, let me ask you this though. Did you, did you, did you like notice how similar a scene looked in this movie as compared to a certain other horror movie? Uh, I'm talking about with Beth at the end. What do you mean? So the way Beth had the chainsaw, I thought it was very reminiscent of Texas Chainsaw 2020, 2020. The 3D, Texas yeah. Chainsaw 3D. No, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, when, uh, when overall oh, had the chainsaw. Oh, Yeah, and had that final kill. Oh, maybe, maybe. I was like, I was like oh, God, that's this, this looks so much cooler, but I don't like it. I don't know. It, I it had like, a little like, bit of. Uh, I actually did kind of think about it like the end of Texas Chainsaw 3D when uh, when old Bert can't get around the old good the uh, can't get around the good book Bert when he's kind of like falling in the wood chipper and Leatherface like cuts his hands off to try to like just get him in the rest of the way it, it was a little bit like that but I think this was done much better than that was you know. Mm-hmm. Again, Texas Chainsaw 3D is a movie with a million problems, but I love it. <laughs> you know, I feel like we were not talking about the same movie. We weren't. We were talking about two. Okay, movies. you're. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the new garbage that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I'm that. talking about this was a this was a Halloween 2018 to the original one, and it it's very controversial. It's it's not one that people seem to enjoy very much. Um, the one with Alexander Daddario and. Uh, where the that's that's do your thing, cuz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that one. 
But um, I mean, overall, I, I did enjoy it. I, I, I do think the weakest part of the film was the opening and the closing, kind of the whole thing with uh, Jessica, I think was her name, when she goes to get in the parking lot or go, goes to get in a car in her car in the parking lot. That's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, the whole possession thing, it just it felt kind of out of place from the rest of it. It just didn't. It didn't feel like it meshed super, super well. I was kind of like it. I feel like there could have been something more effective for where the main bulk of the story took place. And did we ever figure out what city we were in? Is it New no, York or is it Chicago? It I don't. I don't know if it ever actually said what city it was. But um, it was somewhere close enough where they could go to a lake and hang out. You know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know, but like I said, like I didn't really like the whole beginning and and kind of uh, vibe that we got, where it's kind of like this is whole story was pretty much like a prequel of what was gonna happen. Yeah. Like I, I didn't really like that. So, and as you can see, it just it just kind of cheapens it out. Like you pretty much had an end to the movie with right. Beth and Cassie leaving, but then I knew you probably had like another five or ten minutes of the movie, and it's like like I would have like it needed to be there. And who knows, maybe they're planning on doing something with Beth and Cassie in the future, which I'd be 100% fine with because I really dug both of those characters. But I would have almost rather see like a 10 years later or something and you see them kind of starting to heal from that. I, I would have rather see that than these random characters that we literally got introduced to for five minutes. And mm-hmm. like I just I, I would have rather see something else with Beth and Cassie than than go back to these other characters. Yeah, it, it, that already didn't really seen, feel like they fit in the story, anyways. Yeah, I would have much rather have seen Beth like come back to like the broken down apartment because it was supposed to be it was condemned. It's supposed to tear down. Yeah, yeah. After Cassie had grown up and you know they have the kid and whatnot, and then she gets infected and it just perpetuates that cycle Ooh, again. Like, that would have that would have been, really cool. <laughs> like, been dark. That would have been rough. Yeah, it's as dark as Evil Dead should be. So yeah, that's kind of how I was expecting it to go. But obviously, with the way at the beginning of the movie started, I was like, okay, well, that has to be connected at some point. Like, yeah. that's like the movie would take a drastic hit if it didn't do that. Right. Um. So I mean, for me personally, it's a seven point seven. I mean, it's a solid eight point five for me. I I enjoyed this movie, other than the main plot holes. Other than the other than the prequel decision that they decided to do i i thoroughly like this movie it's a pretty good pretty solid uh evil dead uh installment i'd say and honestly there hasn't been many um there hasn't been that many none of the installments have been really bad honestly no, even the they... tv show which didn't really get the love that it needed because the tv show is pretty good too yeah so i mean i don't know i just i i, I liked all the evil dead movies and this one is no different yeah, I like yeah. it. I, I think if if the 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 middle chunk, if you if you take away the beginning and the end thing, not that it wasn't cool, because it was a cool opening, but it just didn't feel like it belonged to me. It, it would have jumped a little bit, I think, for me. It would have been like in the eight point two, eight point five range. But with that as kind of the capper on there, I just I you know again I don't I don't get too far into scores. I literally thought seven point seven, and I I said the first thing that comes to mind because I would sit there and be like, well, it's probably a nine, but then this happened, and then I like I changed my number too much. So that's why I don't really I don't really put too much stock in the number. We also don't really I know some channels do like a rating system. We don't really do that. We're just like yeah, it's good. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. Here, I like here's it. A, here's Miguel and I's rating system, or, or. That's it. So, Isn't Evil Dead Rise. Really, honestly, like, why why do you need me to like fucking dissect and yeah, rate yeah, it by I, a fucking benchmark that I created, you know, months ago? Like, no, I don't care. I think it's a. It's a five point seven point nine six. And I am I am not downing any, any channel that does that. I'm sure yeah, I'm, I'm sure whatever you guys do is perfectly fine. But I mean, for me, I mean, like, yeah, if I think yeah. I like the movie, you probably might like the movie. Yeah. What is that? So I like for it. real. So Evil Dead Rise. Two, if I can get both my hands on the screen, two thumbs up from from me and Miguel. We both really, really enjoyed it. Um, if you're listening after the fact, please, 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 please let us know in the comments below what were your thoughts on Evil Dead Rise. We would love to hear uh, what you had to say. Listen, before we go to get out of here, um, if you are on Facebook, please, as soon as we log off of this show, um, type in Let's Talk Movies YouTube channel dash community page. Join that group. One of our moderators will let you in. Um, and and uh, we're just we're trying to grow that group on Facebook. And if you're gonna friend request me on Facebook, that's fine. Brad Dash Let's Talk Movies. That's cool because I made a separate account for that. But I'm getting people that I'm like, you're not a horror person, and you're not like mutual friends with any other horror people. So like, go away. <laughs> like I don't know who you are. So shoot me so a message out. or something, or like I join the group and then shoot me a message. I don't know. Do do so. Let me know that it's like one of you because i can't i can't keep up with that so brian needs to be in another pyramid scheme so please reach out to him guys no i'm i don't need to be in another pyramid scheme so uh but guys listen that's gonna do it for us we're getting ready to talk some uh some other content so, so we got to do the behind the scenes stuff now and you can't be here for that no 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 you have to leave so you gotta get out of here you gotta get i we, we ought to do the ferris bueller thing when that when the outro is over be like go you're you're still here go get out of here go so that's what we ought to do but um guys listen hour and 22 minutes in thank you so so much for joining us this has been episode number 111 of let's talk movies uh we will not have a live show this saturday i'm gonna try my best to get a video out there's a video i've been planning um that i want to try to get out on saturday i haven't filmed it yet i'm gonna try to do that tomorrow or um tomorrow or thursday but listen, thanks so much for hanging out with us. If you haven't already, uh, be sure to leave this one a like. Join that Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LTM Podcast KY. We do new shows every single week at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And um, guys, as always, be good to each other. You are the absolute best. We love you. And uh, we're super excited about the uh, about the next, well, the next half of the year, really. I know first half has been a little strange. It's been an odd year so far. For the channel, happened. at least, just because like personal lives have been crazy, but um, we have lots planned and we're getting ready to plan some more. So we love you. Peace. So, peace. <laughs> I got the wrong video. Oh that's staying. That's staying in post. <laughs> All right. Peace out. We're leaving. Bye. <laughs>